Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going out there? Not much, man. You know we got a lot of major stuff to talk about in the world of sports, especially in the NBA. 
with both uh, uh, the 76ers finally uh, setting the NBA record with 73 wins. Uh, also got to talk about Kobe Bryant's last game. The Black Mamba strikes again for the last time. We're going to talk about that. The, you know, dire situation between, uh, you know, the Mets and the Yankees, you know, this season. And luckily for them, the baseball season is a very long season. So, well, we'll get into that as well. Talk about hockey with the Rangers battling, uh, you know, the the um, the Penguins, and and also the Islanders versus uh, Panthers. And of course, you know, we'll talk about what anything else that's going on in the world of sports, and even sports entertainment with WWE and uh, what's going on with the you know recent influx of NXT uh, superstars uh, infiltrating uh, Raw. So, you know, we'll talk about those stories and much, much more. And uh, most importantly, the most important part of the show is that, folks, you can call in 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to share your thoughts on any of these topics and more. So uh, with that said... Thank you for listening to another uh, edition of Sports Urban Legend. I'm William Ramon. He's Macaulay Matthew. And, uh, yeah, man, let's tip off with a little NBA news, man. And, man, uh, Kobe Bryant really went out with a bang, man. The Black Mamba on uh, Black Mamba Day, he uh, he basically – he basically um, – uh, surpassed uh, his former teammate Shaquille O'Neal's uh, challenge of scoring 50 points in a game, you know, to end his career. And, of course, as you all know, Kobe Bryant went on a tear in the fourth quarter. Uh, man, he was just unstoppable. He was like – he was in NBA jam mode. I mean, boom shakalaka. This guy real. scored 60 points, including the game winner, and he just – man, he just – he was just in another world a few days ago. What's your thoughts on his performance? Yeah, man, he couldn't be stopped. He looked like Kobe of old, you know, mm-hmm. driving around people, shooting that fadeaway. Um, yeah, it's it was vintage Kobe Bryant, Black Mamba, you know. <laughs> he had the game winner, too. Yeah, man, um, I don't know, I think uh, he scored, like, what? It was 15 to 20 points in that fourth quarter. Uh, or something like that. I don't yeah. remember the exact number of points he scored in the fourth quarter, but uh, he went on a tear in that second half. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. He was, he was on, he was unstoppable, man. He was that was throwback Kobe with the afro and everything. Yeah, he might as well, he might as well put on the number eight jersey. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was torching, he was just torching them, man. And, yeah. Um, you know, congrats, congratulations to him, man. Uh, a great way to end his career, you know. Uh, the way how the, the Lakers, the Laker fans and the celebrity, you know, fans, you know, slash bandwagon people, you know, they were celebrating like it was Game 7 of the, World Series, uh, of the NBA Finals. But, you know, in all, you know, all honesty, it's the end of an era, you know. Very similar to Derek Jeter's, uh, you know, you know, ending of his career when he got the game-winning, you know, walk-off hit for the Yankees and, 
you know, as I've said many, you know, many, many times for many, many years, you know, Kobe Bryant is the NBA version of Derek Jeter. I mean, they're both legendary players who spend their entire career, 20 year, 20 years career for the same uh, flagship franchise, you know, and they're both five-time world champions and, you know, they're just clutch. Yeah, definitely. A great comparison between the two players, you know. Absolutely. I mean, he he is clearly without a shadow of, of a doubt the closest player we have uh, to Michael Jordan since Michael Jordan retired. Yeah, he's uh, this generation's Michael. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, you know, congratulations to him. You know, um, he gave the Lakers fans something to cheer about. Uh, yet again, I mean, this guy, you know, he's he's amazing. Yeah, and uh, 60, 60 points, you know, in his final game. I mean, that's that's the way that you go out, man. That, oh, you yeah. can't you can't ask for a better performance in your last game ever than that. Absolutely. And no legendary players scored that many points. I mean, yeah. usually, you know, a legendary player they lo- they leave, you know, because. You know, they stay too long, and they don't have it anymore. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of those players, they play on other teams that, you know, you know, unlike, you know, the team they're, you know, famous for. Like, for example, Patrick Ewing, you know, you know, he spent his last two years away, you know, from, you know, a Nick uniform playing for the, you know, Supersonic and the the, the Magic. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of players, or even Yogi Berra, the, the late great Yogi Berra, you know, he played most of his career with the Yankees, won mm-hmm. 10 championships. And yep. uh, unfortunately for him, you know, by the time he played with the Mets, he was, you know, that was the end of his career. I think he went, what, two for nine or something like that. And apparently uh, the, the guy he faced, he's usually in his career, he owned that guy. But once he saw he couldn't hit that guy, you know, you know, it was time for him to hang it up. So, you know, of yeah. course, you know, he became, you know, a, uh, you know, uh, a head coach for both. I mean, not head coach, a manager for for both the Mets and Yankees, and arguably the only manager to take both New York teams uh, to the World Series, and he lost to the World Series both times. You know, but yeah, man, a, a great, phenomenal. Uh, performance by Kobe Bryant. Yeah, definitely. And you know, as as you know, all NBA fans knew. No, uh, I I was flicking back and forth, and I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, the NBA fans and listeners were as well, because not only while that game was going on with the, with uh, Kobe Bryant uh, scoring sixty, the uh, the Warriors they were. This close to making history, they previously beat it beat up the the Spurs in San Antonio, which is just as difficult as beating the the Warriors, you know, in Golden State. And if you don't believe me, ask Celtics, because Celtics up, shockingly beat the Warriors uh, recently to end the uh, uh, Warriors' uh, impressive home record, undefeated record streak. And uh, the Warriors did the same 
They beat up on the, uh, San Antonio in the second-to-last game. And with that coming into the last game against the Grizzlies, I was like, hey, if they could beat up the Spurs in San Antonio, they got a really strong shot. You know, they tied at that point after beating San Antonio. They tied the record with the 96 Bulls, which, of course, as you all know, Steve Steve Kerr was part of uh, that team. And he's, as you all know, currently the head coach of the Warriors. And so going into that game, I had a strong feeling they would they would get go you know they would you know get that record and sure enough they beat the Grizzlies and now they're the first team in NBA history to win 73 games 73 and nine and uh, they're the only team in history to go uh, uh, to not have a two game losing streak the entire season so that's that's something worth to be said so. The Warriors, you know, they're looking to to go back to back. And uh, game one, they they beat up on the Rockets. Uh, you know, now they got 15 more wins to go. So, what's your whole thoughts on the Warriors uh, this past week? Yeah, I mean, it was a great accomplishment. You know, winning 73 games, uh, breaking the Chicago Bulls 1995 to 1996, right. 72 and 10 record. You know, um, it was great. You know, uh, but you know, there's still more work to be done. You know, the playoffs are starting right now. Uh, they did win their game today against the Rockets by blowing them out. So they're 15 away, 15 wins away from the championship. So you know, there's still more games to play. You know, the season's not over yet. So the you know, Warriors got more work to do. So there were that 73 win record was great, but if they don't win the championship, it's not going to mean anything. You're absolutely right. And Warriors showed that they they meant business. They beat the Rockets. Uh, final score one hundred four seventy eight. And uh, the 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 Warriors, man, they they got that. Um, they're I mean they're on another world right now. They're the team that they're clearly the team to beat yet again. And uh, you know even though the Knicks are not in the, the postseason, this looks like it's going to be a real interesting postseason. Yeah. I'm the, you know, it's, it's all about the Warriors right now, whether or not they could, uh, you know, complete this great season that they've had with a championship and, you know, win their second title back-to-back. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you heard, but uh, Damon Green was saying that, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, gave, gave, him, gave the, him, you know, gave the team his blessing to break the record, you know. And yeah, he I heard said, about he that. Told, he said that if they don't break the record, he's going to hold Damon Green personally responsible for <laughs> breaking the record. But, you know, they they did their thing. They, you know, they um you know, they they uh they not only set the record, but now they're now it's business as usual. They they won game 1 of the, you know, of, of the playoffs. And uh, they're gonna try to win three more against uh, against the Rockets. And you know, James Harden, you know he's gonna try to get them to bounce back. And uh, Stephen Curry, um, he um, what was I gonna say? He um, he's questionable for game two because he has an ankle injury. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna 
he's gonna f- find some way to to play. You know, game two, if it's humanly yeah. possible. So. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's serious. He went, he left. You know, during the game, and they benched him because you know at that point the Warriors were blowing out the Rockets, so they didn't want to put him back in the game to mm-hmm. risk any any uh, any further injury. So, but it looks Naturally. like he's gonna be okay. So. Naturally. Yeah. And in uh, uh, other Western Conference news, the Thunder they defeated uh, uh, the Mavericks by the final score of one hundred eight. Uh, to 70, and you know, uh, Kevin Durant, you know, he's he's going to be a free agent, you know, soon, so, you know, the window of him winning a championship uh, with the uh, with the Thunder is going to end if he doesn't re-sign with them, because, you know, there's rumors he might re- he might sign with his hometown team, Warriors, or, or, you know, go, you know, go on another team and try to go for the title. Yeah. Maybe Lakers even, you know. Maybe Lakers. I mean, they're they're short a superstar. Yep. They got that aura and mystique, like, you know, you you referenced many times for your Yankees. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that wouldn't be shocking at all. And speaking of another team with aura and mystique, the, the, the Celtics – um, they they fell to the to the Hawks in a close one, a nail biter, one hundred two, one hundred one. So the Hawks lead the series one nothing, and this is the Celtics' first game back into the playoffs in a long time. Yeah, and they played well. You know, they almost beat the Hawks today. Yeah, they, they definitely did, and. Uh, an upset. Uh, the the Pacers uh, defeated the Raptors in Toronto. Final score one hundred to ninety. And uh, the Pacers, to me, it's not a surprise because you know Pacers they have, you know they're they're playoff tested. You know they're they, so I mean uh, then again Toronto has been playoff tested too these recent years as well. So yeah. But yeah, Toronto gotta try to. Even up the series, they got to come back down on one nothing. Yep, absolutely. And uh, one team, uh, the 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 Pacers, probably the last time they went to the, the finals was when they eliminated the the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Final a few years ago. The last time the Knicks were good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Phil Jackson was blaming the media because. You know, he feels like the media is ruining it, is messing up their opportunity to acquire free agency, you know, because of the bad press and publicity the Knicks have been having these last couple of years because of their, you know, bad play. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> I I agree. I mean, put a better team on the, the field and uh, on the court and, you know, you know, you won't have people criticizing the team. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but sad to say, man, it, it doesn't look good, man. I, You know, it's kind of like wrestling nowadays. The internet, social media, it, it's kind of killed, you know, Knicks, you know, getting free agency because, you know, you got TV, you got internet, you got, you know, um, you know, you got – 
cable and satellite, so you can see any game you want. So, yeah, you know, you don't have to go to a big market team to make money nowadays. Exactly. You know what I mean? You could just do what LeBron James did and you pal up with another superstar player and, and, and try to win a championship. You don't have to go to New York to be a superstar anymore. You know? That's true. That's and that's, true. The, that's the sad thing. And another thing that's sad is that Phil Jackson, he, he's not um, he's looks like he's only gonna go. He said he's only gonna go after people he knows as the next head coach. So, uh, you know, that means Kurt Rambis is still in the mix of possibly being retained as a you know head coach. Nothing personally against Kurt Rambis. I mean, he was a you know he had a uh, you know good career with the the Lakers, you know back in the days, and you know assistant coach during uh, Phil Jackson's run, you know. But, you know, as you if you look at the records of all of Phil Jackson's disciples, once they once they leave, you know, his coaching tree, you know, they they don't do too good because, you know, in order to what Phil Jackson doesn't uh mention is that for his triangle offense to work, you have to have two superstars, two future Hall of Famers in that offense, man. Yeah. And Knicks do not have that. I mean, uh, Carmel Anthony, yeah, he's a he's a Hall of, he's a future Hall of Famer, but he's injured. And then you got Porzingis. I mean, he has potential, but I mean, he's a rookie, so I mean, yeah. he, a lot has to go his way, and he has to stay healthy. And as you know, he he hasn't been healthy uh, to to end his career. You know, exactly. He, so the the Knicks. They really need to go to the drawing board, and I don't know. They, I mean, yeah, they improved uh, from their what seventeen win team from last year. What they got had, I think, thirty three wins this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an improvement, but as you can see, it wasn't enough because Knicks are out of the playoffs. They they start they finish off the all the All Star break with a twenty two twenty two record. It was promising, but then after that, uh, they just fell off the face of the earth. And, uh, you know, a, a follow is contemplating whether to opt out or not, which, I mean, he was a good player for us, but it, it would be best for him to leave, you know, one for his career because, you know, Rambus was thinking about benching him, you know, to make – and Rambus' uh, thinking was that it would make him more versatile and more valuable as a free agent to see show his versatility. But um, – yeah, as you would assume, our father wants to start, and he had a great he had a he had a pretty good career with the Knicks. Yeah, but I he think played he's gonna pretty opt, good this year. I think he's gonna opt out. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, if he does opt out, it will free up more cap space for Knicks to go after a superstar player. But they could have all the cap space they want if they don't get the right superstar to come in. It's not gonna, it's gonna matter. Be another, it's gonna be another tough year. Yeah, because they could have had Marcus Aldridge. But he didn't want. He only wanted to play power four. He didn't want to play center, so that killed that, you know, chance. They didn't want to give Greg Monroe the max contract, so he, you know, he didn't sign with them. So I mean, Knicks basically got to be like they were in Amari Sotomayor mode. They got to overpay people because people are not gonna people. You know, these players, man, they don't have 
Not a lot of them have the intestinal fortitude to try to turn a team around. They all, they all want to go on a ready-made team, a championship-caliber ready team. There's yeah. very few players who want to build a team up from scratch and lead them to the promised land. They're not patient enough to endure losing seasons. They're not patient or loyal enough. Mm-hmm. Cause it's all about, and don't get me wrong, I mean, you should try to win a championship, you know, you know, as many times as you can, but there has to be something for loyalty on both sides, on the owner's side of retaining your players and the players to try to, you know, stay stick with their team and try to win a title. But yeah. This is the new age of the NBA. Nobody has loyalty. Very few players have loyalty. One of them just hanged up, hanging up in Kobe Bryant. But, you know, a lot of these guys, man, they, they want the max money and they want to go to the, you know, Go to the team that will give them the best chance to win the title. I mean, you yeah, can't fault them much. for that, but, you know, it is what it is. And as a result, it's a very sad state for the Knicks. Yeah, got to watch that uh, okay, that uh, Kevin Durant sweepstakes oh, yeah. during the summer. No doubt about that, for sure. And, um, yeah. Switching to the gears with the other Garden team, uh, the the Knicks. Oh, not the Knicks, rather the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers they they fell. Uh, they lost the first game uh, to Pittsburgh, but uh, fortunately for them, they they bounced back uh, Saturday and they won by the final score of four to two. And uh, Henrik Lundqvist, you know, he had a great performance. You know, even though he had a a black eye suffered from the first game, and he, you know, he he did his thing and led the led the team to um to get this victory. Yeah, hopefully we could do the same thing that we did last year and beat these Penguins. Oh yeah, because they they've had the Penguins numbers uh, lately, and hopefully it continues. Yeah. Islanders are pretty are playing pretty well. I heard too, although they fell. To was it the pan the Florida Panthers? Right, yes, Florida Panthers. That series is also tied one one. Right. And uh uh the the Capitals they lead uh their series with the the Philadelphia Flyers two and oh after a you know, a four to one victory uh on Saturday. So that series almost wrapped up and then you got on um, you know you got the the Dallas Stars versus the the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, Stars win a close one, two to one. They're they're up. Uh, the Stars are up two two and zero. Oh. And then you got uh, the 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 Kings, the a team that we're we're familiar with. You know with the you know with the you know they were recently winning you know the Stanley Cup against the you know the Rangers two years history. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're down a series, uh, uh, one one nothing, and I think uh, right now in the game, uh, uh, they're in second intermission. They they're leading two nothing against the Kings. But yeah, so you know, you know, interesting playoffs going on with M M O B. Uh, you know, with NHL, NHL and NL and uh, and NBA. So you got two you got two local teams in 
in uh, in hockey, you know, with the Rangers and Islanders. And uh and Islanders are gonna play their first they're uh they're gonna play in uh you know, in Brooklyn. So that's gonna be a very their, you know, first game in in Brooklyn, so that's gonna be an interesting yeah. series right there. When is it? I assume it's tomorrow. I'm gonna have to check. Or or I should say late I think it's later today. But I'll I'll definitely check to make sure. But um yes, uh Switching gears to the MLB, the Mets, um, yeah, they're in a similar situation with the Yankees. They're both uh, four and six, uh, you know, both have promising seasons, especially in the Mets. But the scary thing is, is that Matt Harvey is right now 0-3 because Matt Harvey has, other, you know, these first three games, he started off strong, and then afterwards around fourth, like fifth or sixth inning, he loses it, and, you know, he implodes, especially uh, this start he had on on uh, on uh, Saturday, man, he, he was, like, perfect for, for a little over four innings, and then afterwards, you know, he gave up the lead in uh, in the fifth inning, and then it, it, the house just crumbled, crumbled, he scored, like, like, about, what, seven runs or so, or close to it. He was. He was. He definitely didn't have it tonight, for sure. But the the promising thing is in in Cleveland, the the Mets bats have picked up. Uh, you know, uh, Granderson hit a home run on Saturday to lead off the game on Saturday. Uh, Cespedes, uh, he hit two home run. He hit uh, you know, home runs in back to back games. Uh, I think there were both two run, three run home runs. If I'm not mistaken, back to back days he hit you know two three run home runs. Um, uh, Neil Walker hit home runs in back to back games as well. Um, Diaz hit a home his first home run on Friday night. Um, Conforto also went deep uh, Friday night as well. Uh, but unfortunately Saturday night, or Saturday I should say, um, they. They, um, you know, Matt Harvey didn't have his his best stuff, and as a result, the Mets tried to come back, cut into the lead, uh, but unfortunately, the Mets fell seven to five uh, on Saturday, and you couple that uh, with Friday night, you know, uh, they had a what six run lead because of the four home runs that they hit that game. And the Mets almost blew that game. Uh, they had to bring in Addison Reed. Uh, you know, he, he's been pitched too much, along with Familia. Familia have been pitching like at least four games straight. Uh, so they had to bring him to get the last out. He gave up one run to make it six to five, but he held, he closed down the door on Friday night. And uh, you know, obviously Reed and uh, Familia didn't pitch today. And uh, you know, basically the Mets fell seven to five because of Matt Harvey, and uh, the 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 bats weren't able to tie the game. But yeah, this one was clearly Matt Harvey didn't have it, and now he's zero and three. Yeah, he needs to get his act together. I mean, zero and three. You know, it's you know you're supposed to be like the the ace of the team. You know. Oh yeah. No excuse for that. And uh, the Mets, you know, their offense has been getting better lately. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so that's picking up, but uh, the pitching has to improve now. Yeah. And the uh, Grom, he hasn't started yet because uh, he first, uh, you know, he 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 was awaiting the birth of his uh, firstborn child, uh, and uh, also he had back problems, so he uh, he missed his first start. Logan Verrett pitched in place of him. Verrett pitched well uh, in that game in City Field. And then he was gonna pitch again recently, but his, you know, um, then he, you know, his, his back. I think his back acted up again. But not to mention, uh, his uh, child. Uh, it was announced earlier uh, on Saturday, uh, right after the game, that his child was sick, and unfortunately, his child, uh, his son Jackson, uh, you know, passed away. Unfortunately. Oh so, wow. My my condolences go out to. Jacob DeGrom and his wife losing their firstborn child yeah, after like days, after days, you know, it was born. So it, it really, you know, surprised me, you know, because I didn't know the, kid, the child was sick until after, you know, their son passed away. So sincere condolences, you know, go out, you know, to him and his family. Yeah. It's really sad. My condolences. It really, you know, puts... You know, things in perspective. You know, you know, there's there's some things more important than a game. You know. Yep, that's true. And I just I, I hope, I hope him and his family can. I don't know. They can. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I just hope they could somehow overcome it, even though it's you know possible. To, you yeah. Know, to you know move on from a you know losing a loved one, let alone. A child who was born like just days ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really sad. And um, you know, shifting gears with the Yankees. Uh, you know, the Yankees they they uh, recently lost their game. And uh, what's your thoughts on that? Arod's been like one hundred. Yep. He's not. He's not batting well. Um... Yankees, I mean, they were early on. Their offense looked good, but these last four games, the offense has been getting shut out. And you know they've been facing good pitchers. You know today they face Felix Hernandez, you know on the Mariners who uh, who kept them at bay. Uh, I think Felix today um, passed or tied Randy Johnson for the most strikeouts by a Mariners pitcher. Um, yeah, and so he pretty much, you know, shut out the Yankees for uh, for several innings. Um, I think Yankee batters are like on twelve runs in scoring position against them today. You know, so anytime you go against a great pitcher like that, I mean, it's gonna be a tough day. So Yankees couldn't do much, and we end up losing the game three to two. And yesterday we lost um, the the first game of the series to Mariners. Seven to one, um, right? Um, Nathan Carnes, he earned the win. Um, he pitched. Um, I think he pitched five innings, struck out seven, and we couldn't score in that game, so we lost seven to one. And yeah, we've now lost four in a row and four and six. You know, we gotta, we gotta play better. We gotta pitch better. You know, so tomorrow hopefully they win this rubber. Well, not rubber game because we already lost a series, but. Hopefully we win this game to at least 
at least, you know, redeem ourselves and start playing better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the Yankees definitely they need to rebound. You know they, you know they they definitely want to redeem themselves from, you know, their first round exit to the to the Astros last year. So you know it's a new season, and they definitely need to get Arod and the rest of the bats going. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it can't be Stolen Castro being the only guy carrying the team. Yeah. So Have to play better. They definitely do. And one quick note about the Mets, uh, you know, uh, Bartolo Colon, he um, he tied uh, Pedro Martinez for with 219 wins after his victory against his former team that he started his career with uh, 19 years ago, the Cleveland Indians. Oh, congrats! Uh, yeah, congratulations to him. Now he now he trails uh, the Dominican Dandy, uh, the legendary Hall of Famer Juan Marichal, who has 243 wins. Which is currently the most wins uh, by a Dominican-born player, uh, pitcher actually. That's great. So congrats to Cologne, a former yeah. Yankee as well. Yeah. But uh, lastly, shifting gears to WWE, and Shane McMahon, he still got ownership. I, you know, he's still running Raw, even though he lost his uh, his epic match with Undertaker at WrestleMania. And um, now WWE has a tag team tournament, and uh, you know it's interesting to see what they're gonna do. And Zoe Mari and uh, Big Cass, they're making an impact, you know, off there, you know, despite the fact, you know, they had a successful career in NXT, uh, despite not winning the NXT title. And it looks like they're gonna have a feud with the with the Dudley Boys. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean they've uh, they've been doing well in NXT, and now you know they're getting over in uh, WWE on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, they definitely got a gift for the gab, and like he like uh, Enzo Mario says, and you can't teach that. Yeah. So they got a they got a promising future in the WWE. Another guys who popped up is uh, the Bullet, the former Bullet Club club members. Doc, well, actually, he's back to Luke Gallows. You know, remember, he was a former member of the Straight Edge Society, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Festus, when he started mm-hmm. his career. And he's uh, with his teammate, Carl Anderson. So, uh, basically, they attacked, I think, was it the Usos, I think, they act, attacked uh, on Raw, shockingly. So, some uh, some people are thinking... Maybe they might form reform the Bullet Club, the the group that they had in New Japan wrestling, pro you know, professional wrestling. They might reform it in WWE because Finn Balor, he used to he used to be the leader of the group before he went to WWE, and AJ Styles took his spot on the team, you know, on the on the group. So they think thinking there's rumors that maybe they might reform the Bullet Club, but. Name it a different name because New Japan Wrestling has that the rights to the Bullet Club name, so uh, something you know worth you know noting. Yeah. yeah. It would be interesting if they did form you know a group and maybe Shield would reform too. Yeah. Because uh, AJ Styles is you know feuding with uh, Roman Reigns for the title at Payback, so 
Maybe they might ref- they, maybe they might form the group at pay back and cost Roman Reigns the title. That's interesting. Yeah, because WWE definitely needs to come up with something interesting because that WrestleMania was anything but anything but unpredictable. Yeah, it was. It's definitely needs to do better. Yeah, because if they don't pay, if they if payback doesn't do anything interesting, the fans are going to be asking to get their payback. <laughs> WWE, you know, just like a Janet Jackson concert, they're not gonna give you your money back. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about that because uh, Janet Jackson, she revealed that she, her and her husband are are, are gonna sh- start a family. Mm. Like I, I think she said that like a, a week or two ago, and as a result, the fans who bought tickets, I think to her LA show and other shows, the tour. They're not gonna get their money back, even though she's the one that canceled it. It's messed up. That is messed up. Hopefully she'll have a change of heart, but I doubt it. But uh, I'm interested to find out what's gonna go down on on Raw ten, uh on Monday night. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the Roman Reigns. And the championship and the tag team division, and you know what the w, the women's division now, you yeah, know. No doubt. Yeah, we'll definitely keep you guys posted what happens with the with WWE on the next episode. Um, you got any yeah. last words you like to say? Uh, check out my show, IMAC Saturdays at eleven. Come back here, check out Sports and Legend every Saturday night slash Sunday morning at midnight. You're the guy. Check out my show every Sundays at midnight. As soon as the class turns 12, think Sports or Religion on Black Top Radio. And of course, before that, an hour before that, check out IMAX with Macaulay Matthew. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening to uh, this episode for Sports and Religion. I'm Wayne Ramon. He's Macaulay Matthew. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.